Ectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. Kirk Ferentz and Iowa will try to win their fifth straight game in Friday's regular season finale against Mickey Joseph and Nebraska at Kinnick Stadium. The Hawkeyes basketball team will try to stay unbeaten on Friday night when they take on Clemson in the first round of the Emerald Coast Classic. After another wild week of college football that saw multiple upsets, the College Football Playoff Committee released their newest rankings with the top four staying the same. I'm Joel Sturr. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where you can ask for the famous Sound Off Sandwich. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Two starts right now. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, we take you up until one. Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com will join us coming up here at about 1230 as we check in uh, with Tom. No Bama? That's really strange. Yeah, you wonder what's going on there. That's for sure. He loves this segment. He's really locked and loaded, but... Not today. All right. Well, you and I will. Maybe he's working on a turkey. I don't know what does. He's getting the brine on there. I don't know what's going on. Something happened. But let's you and I check these out, shall we? Because it's a pretty good slate of games, clearly, that we're going to opine on. I anticipate Bam will join us at some time. Uh, Let's get into it, TC. The games, um, we're going to start tomorrow night. There's something about this game that I like for whatever reason. Bam is with us. All right. Well, then the three of us will start here. Uh, Let's get him in here. Bam, Trenton, Ken, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good. I, uh, you know, fumbled the phone and it went under the desk, and so I had I heard it ringing, but I couldn't get to it. Well, I figured something must be up. I was thinking the worst for you not to take part in this segment. You like it as much as I do. For crying oh, out yeah. loud! Highlight of my week, brother. Tell me. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Yeah. I mean, it means it, yeah. it, it uh, helps my college. Not that it needs a lot of help, but it just uh, uh, puts yeah. a low on co- uh, puts a bow rather on college football. Hey, Bama! Before we get to the egg bowl, which is where I want to start, um, I, Trent and I have talked about this a couple of times this week. More likely, if either one of these two scenarios were to happen, more likely Nebraska ruins Iowa's chances of getting to the Big Ten Championship representing the West, which they will if they if they win, or Iowa State upsets TCU, which would knock them out of the college football playoff. Um, more likely, which of those happens? Wow, that's a great question. And I guess I would have to say... Um, <laughs> it's tough, isn't more it? likely Nebraska. I just think it is, and I don't think either one is likely to happen. But if you're going to, if if I had to say one versus the other, I would just say because of Iowa's struggles on offense. You know, if they play a poor game, turn the ball over two or three times. I mean, you know, Nebraska's lost five in a row. I mean, they're mm-hmm. just they've got nothing left to really play for. They were competitive last week against Wisconsin. I think they're still playing over there, uh, but. I just can't see Iowa State going into TCU and winning. But, I mean, crazier things have happened. There's a lot of pressure on TCU for this game. That's for sure. Um, because, I mean, they've they've never been in this spot where – it was a several years ago where I think they finished fifth, and there was always a talk about, you know, them maybe jumping in or, or you know, if this happened or that happened and maybe should have been. Or I mean, that's one of the years Alabama lost and didn't win the West. I can't remember. But 
I mean, the path is there for them to get in the playoff. All they have to do is win two games, and they're in. I don't see any way they drop. No, you're if, right. If they don't win. And so that's a lot of pressure. And, you know, maybe they're looking ahead to, uh, you know, the championship game already. Uh, they, you know, I don't think so. I just think Dykes is, I'm just, again, so impressed with what he's done this year. And um, I, I can't, I just can't see Iowa State going in there and winning. But as we said, stranger things have happened. I would say, the more likely it would be Nebraska, although I would be I would be shocked if either one of those happened this week. Uh, let's get to a couple of games. Uh, we'll start in the SEC. We're going to start with the Egg Bowl. I, Trent, Your favorite game. I love this game, Bama. I do. I truly love it. I don't know what it is, um, but I do. And I'm so glad I got to Oxford uh, to see when we uh, cover in Iowa State when they played Memphis. And it's like 100 miles from Memphis to uh, to Oxford, Mississippi. Got in the car, made a day trip, and had a blast on the square. Anyways, um Here's my theory, Trent, mm-hmm. from a gambling perspective. I think Lane Kiffin is going to be the head coach of Auburn. We'll get to that in a second with Bama. I, I know he's trying to convince the kids. Oh, he's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and he has to do that. But in the back of their minds, I think they got to be wondering, you know, is the guy that brought me here going to be here? There's a lot of smoke around. Don't you think? Yeah. How do you see this game? I, I kind of see it the same way in a handicapping side of things. I don't have a great feel for the game. I'm Mississippi, of course, the last couple of weeks have taken a couple of losses. I don't have a feel. If I had to kind of pick one side, I would go with that angle, though. Lane on his way out. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State gets another win in this rivalry. That's where I've leaned. But I just don't have a great feeling. I, I, I haven't had a good feeling about this old Miss team really all season long. When I think they're going to play well, they haven't. When I think they're going to get beat, that it's gone the other way. Mm-hmm. Just have not been able to get a read on Lane's boys this year. Uh, Bama, I like Mississippi State for that reason. So what's the scuttlebuck? You're obviously in the state of Alabama. Um, it sure seems like uh, that uh, there was a story that broke that Kiffin did not want to break uh, in advance of tomorrow night's game. Yeah. What, what's the talk down there? Yeah, well, the talk is, from an Auburn perspective, that you know, he's leaving, and he will, he will keep Cadillac Williams as a coach. And that's the guy I feel sorry for in all this. I mean, you know, all this guy's done is come in, replace a guy that everybody, including his players, hated in Brian Harson. Right. He's won two games, two out of three. You know, the one game he lost was at Ole Miss, where they had, or Mississippi State, I think, where they had a lead late. I mean, this guy could be 3-0, and heading into their biggest rival, and all everybody's talking about is Lane Kiffin. So I feel bad for Cadillac a little bit, but... I think it's, you know, he hasn't come out and said he's not leaving. Right. What he has said is he hasn't accepted the job. Right. Okay, now, does that mean it hasn't been offered? Does that mean, again, you know, he wants to finish out the, the regular season against the rival? I mean, who knows? I mean, it could be that he is he's pulling, he's going the Gus Malzahn route, and, you know, he's kind of playing Ole Miss for, you know, let's get that five and a half up to about seven and a half. You know <laughs> that he's making, and 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 he'll stay there. So, I think there's a lot at play. I think he is right now the odds-on favorite, and he is he is definitely Auburn's target. I think without question, he's the guy they want. It's just can they pony up enough? And then Lane has to decide if he ever wants to coach at Alabama. Yep. He can't take the Auburn job because yep. if he does, he's out for good forever. I mean, I don't care if he goes to the pros and comes back, whatever it is, he will never coach at Alabama if he takes this job. So, And I think that's just one of those things that might be in the back of his mind. But as for the game, I'm with you on the betting side. I mean, I'm taking the over, 60-and-a-half, I think, both teams. Uh, and it's kind of a clash of styles. I mean, Will Rogers is, you know, 32 touchdowns, five picks, and then Judkins has just been a kind of a beast on the ground and – uh, I don't think either one of these defenses is really going to step up and, you know, 
stop the other. I think both these teams are in the 30s. But, you're, I mean, I, I'm with you also. I mean, I love this game on Thanksgiving night. I mean, I know there's an NFL game opposite, and, you know, we'll have that to go up against it. But I'll, I'll be in on this one because I'm with you. I just really kind of love this game and what it represents. And I hope Kiffin stays. I really do. Because I do, too. I think he's good for, I think he's good for Ole Miss. And think about right now you've got Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, and <laughs> yeah. Deion Sanders in that state. How about that? Uh, coaching football team. So um, I ho- and two of the three of them could be gone yep. uh, here in a couple weeks. But, yeah, fun game. But he's their target. I just don't know. He's got a lot of decisions to make. He's either going to get really rich one way or the other, either from Ole Miss or from Auburn. Um so that, you know, not a bad, not a bad spot to be in. Watch Sanders and Kiffin stay in leech leaf. <laughs> the way yeah, our season is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's go yeah. to the Iron Bowl, Trent. We'll start with you. It's a huge number. It's over yeah. three touchdowns. Um, I, I love this game. This was uh, one of those appointment TVs this year. I'm not so much. I don't know. What do you think? Kind of same way. It just it feels like. This is just going to be cruise control, mm-hmm. Alabama, kind of coasting in for the win, put a season away for Auburn. But then I also have that mind of Cadillac Williams and, and what it would mean if he could even just hang around in this game and make it four quarters. And how many times have we seen, uh, you know what, Alabama's just a lot better. And this rivalry it is so important. Love it. Cold down south when the game's being played. Just a different than what we're used to through, through September and October down south. It has that different feeling of a football game. I'm hopeful more than anything that'll be a game. It's just hard to come up with a, a statistical profile to find a way that they're going to hang around. Mm. Will they hang around, Bama? And what does this rivalry so. mean? Oh, it's everything in this state. And I know there's bigger ones, you know, quote-unquote bigger ones with Ohio State and Michigan. And, you know, pick, pick whichever one you want. But here's the thing that I always look, go back to. We don't have professional sports in the state. Okay? This is it. This is, these are the two I know where you're power coming five from. schools. <laughs> yeah, these are the two power five schools. In the state, they have rich tradition. They play in a great conference. Um, I, I mean, it, it just it just means everything. And I, I just don't think that – I think it's as intense as you'll ever see. I mean, it really is, you know, in the stands, on the field. Um, I remember t- 2010, the Cam Newton. You know, oh, my, what a game. Alabama, oh, my God. Alabama was out of it, right? They, they You know, they had three losses. You know, everything, they were out of it, and, and they just came out and threw haymakers and then couldn't finish it at the end, and that's that was the whole Cam Newton game. This is the first time, though, you mentioned some of the luster. This is the first time since Nick Saban's first year, I believe, when he was here, that ne- that both teams have been eliminated from the SEC championship game. Really? Think of in 15 years, the first time that neither one that that neither one of them has either already clinched or needs to win to go. It's just incredible when you stop and think about it. What this has been, and you know, Alabama with all the national championships, you forget. You know, Auburn won one and in, in 2010 and played for another one in 2013 under Malzahn against Florida State. I mean, just the level of the stakes for this game have, have just been incredible, really, ever since Saban has been here. This is, and again, first time. Since his first season, so the last 15 years, that neither team can get to the SEC championship game. But um, I think Ashford is just a problem for Auburn. I mean, he's not he can't throw the football, uh, and I don't think they're going to be able to run it effectively enough. And and their defense is just going to get worn down. I think. And listen, Cadillac will have him fired up. There'll be a lot of Auburn fans in the stands. Um, a lot of Auburn, you know, Alabama. I'm sure is 
some of the fans have you know given up their tickets to Auburn, who's excited to be there, and uh, Auburn will come out and play hard. But I, I don't, I just can't see him keeping it competitive for a full game. I could, I've been wrong before. Lord knows we've had some finishes to this one, you know, none more famous than that, kick, than that kick six um, walk-off. But, I mean, oh. it's just, uh, I mean, just, again, you just go back to it, and it's unbelievable what it's been for since Nick Saban got here. Indeed. Uh, let's, go to the, let's go to the Big Ten, uh, Trent. We'll start with the game. I, I love Ohio State, and, and full disclosure, I've been I've not been on this Michigan team, and here they are 11-0, right? <laughs> um, so shame on me or bad on me. I just think Ohio State's got too many weapons. I think they're going to throw the ball. I think I don't know if Michigan's going to be able to slow down that passing game. Um, Corum being hurt. I know Ohio State's got a couple of running backs out, but they got a quarterback and receivers, Ohio State. I love the Buckeyes in this spot, Trent. I can't go love. I mean, because you can come up with a scenario pretty easily. It's simple. you got to grind it out if you're Michigan. It has to be a boa constrictor kind of game. You have to make Ohio State uncomfortable. And on a wet, rainy day, we're suddenly... There's a couple of drop passes. That ball's a little. Is it slick. going to be? Ra- I thought it was rain. Is what I have heard in the forecast earlier. I thought, and then started. Well, Lee Sterling just told us it's supposed to be sunny at game time. The path though for Michigan is the same one that they had. You got to score. Mm. I mean, you're not going to win this game ten seven. You know, you're going to have right. to do that. But this comes down to JJ McCarthy. If if he can play at the level that I think we thought would be unlocked at this point, that hasn't been unlocked. No, they can win the game without it. And not just with the air, and he's got to make some passes up the field, but also with his legs. I still give Michigan a shot in this game. Mm. If it was six and a half, would you? Seven and a half the number. Mm. I hate the fact that I've got to get Laymore in a touchdown. Don't worry about that. No, I think you, they're you going know, to blow him off. I, I think I'm fine. You know how often it comes down to the half no, point? No, it's, it's very rare. It You're is. Right. But it's one of those numbers, right? It's the seven. Um, Bama, your thoughts? I got to go with Ohio State. I'm with you. I don't. Michigan, I just think all year has been. And I, I go back. I know Quorum left the game last week, but Illinois is a good team. And I just, I just keep thinking they should have won that game. And Illinois kind of showed a path that you can be physical with Michigan. Everybody talks about how physical they are on defense. And listen, they lost a guy that's doing pretty well for the Detroit Lions right now. Um, you know, so that's a big loss. And I know they replace them and everything else, but I don't know about the numbers. Well, I could see this, you know, five points, six points, maybe something like that. I could also see it 10, um, you know, a late cover or whatnot. But listen, I think the X factor here is, is really Marvin Harrison Jr. That kid mm-hmm. has just played. I mean, he is an NFL receiver and, and, and his dad, I think, was one of, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, no question. But when you talk about that, you know, the greats of the game, you know, you start with Jerry Rice and you kind of go on down. And his name is not mentioned very often. He was a great football player. Now, I would start with uh, Randy Moss, but I get that most people would start with Jerry Rice. I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, Harrison was just, hey, he was just great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great. Could do anything. Um, and his son is just, it might be, turn out might to be, be better, better athletically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the catch he made last week was just sick. Um, so I think that's just one of the things that Michigan is going to struggle with. I think he's going to have a big game, and he's really stepped up because they've had, you know, who is it? Um, the, oh, God, I can't think of the kid's name now. Smith the Jigbo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's been out for a lot yeah. this year, and you know, he's just kind of stepped in. And uh, I just think Ohio State, I think they get it done through the year. Um, Corm, he says he's going to play. He says he's fine. He didn't look fine coming off that field mm-hmm. last week, and for him not to return, maybe they just really were going to take it 
you know, uh, you know, cautious kind of thing. But that tells me that there was enough instability in that because that game was not done and buried when he came out by any means. Um, so that tells me that they were a little concerned about it. Maybe there's a sprain or something. I don't know. Uh, and if he's not 100%, Michigan, I think, is going to be in even deeper trouble. But I'm taking the Buckeyes. I've been with them all year. I think they are, uh, along with Georgia, the two best teams, most consistent all season. Um, although TCU's been really good as well. But I'm taking the Buckeyes in this one, especially at home. Uh, I think they finish it, and then I think they're just going to more than likely have a pretty pretty easy stroll in the Big Ten championship game, whoever it is they play. Trent, there's an axe going to be given out tomorrow, Wisconsin-Minnesota. I know you're not supposed to overreact to what you've seen on a week-to-week basis, but watching these two teams the last couple of weeks, P-U. I, I think Minnesota's a lot better. I and, do too. And even their inability to throw the football, there's an inability on the other side. Wisconsin tries and they just turn it over with Graham 17-14 this game? Yeah, I'm grabbing the field goal, absolutely, and I just think Minnesota's the right side. I and do too. Phil Fleck was not able to get it done in a rivalry game. He has had more success in this rivalry game. Minnesota keeps the axe for another year. Yeah, I remember when they first won. It first took it from uh, it was I mean the celebration. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let's uh, Bama. Your thoughts? So, who wins the axe tomorrow or Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I tend to lean Minnesota as well. I have the best player on the field. Neighbor. Yes, they do. You saw what he did last week. And now mm-hmm. again. And I think I don't think Wisconsin's defense is anywhere close to Iowa, and Iowa couldn't stop him. I mean, they just absolutely – there was one guy that was going to beat them, and he almost did. Uh, I think it's a low-scoring game. I see the numbers 36. I might go a little higher than that, although I could see 17-10, to 17-13, mm-hmm. which gets you under that. But, um, listen, I, I just – Wisconsin's just been so up and down all year. Uh, they're still playing hard for Jim Leonard, and I think he's got a really good shot, I think, to land the permanent gig. Um, it, and that's going to be an interesting hire for them. It, it really is because I think the kids love him. Um, I'll be shocked he, if he doesn't get it. Yeah, he's done. He's probably done enough. And who else is out there that really wants this? The different kind of job, you know. Um, you know, being up there, you know, I mean, way up north, cold weather. You just have to play a different style. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like the Gophers tomorrow. I'm definitely grabbing the field goal. I kind of like them on the money line. I mean, I yeah. think they'll probably just throw this in a money line play. I just think again they've got the best player in the game on the field, and I'm just you know players. You know, what's the old expression? Players not plays. And I think tomorrow they've got the best player, and I think he'll show up, and I think he'll have a big game. And I'm I'm going with them on the money line as well as obviously the point. Well, the best player on defense, Herbig, is going to be out for the first half as he got a uh, a yeah. targeting foul uh, in there in that game, and he's going to miss uh, the first half tomorrow. So let's move on. A couple of games in the Pac-12. You know, I don't have a Big Twelve game listed to talk about. It's yeah. an awful slate. It's, it's TCU, just not, Iowa State's the only one that's kind of compelling. K State can. Kansas, maybe. No, I think that's. I, I'm with you. Uh, let's that's do a Fox game. Kansas, Kansas State's Fox game. Is 7 it PM Fox? It, that's the nightcap on Fox. That's the nightcap on Fox. You know what the nightcap on Fox should be tomorrow? And Trent and I just talked about this before we went to break. It should be Ohio State, Michigan. Play this damn it game under be. the lights. Every I, TV oh, yeah, in the I mean, country. Well, not every TV no. in the country. We're but on I the like phone and you. You can't see the choir robe that I'm wearing, but man, you are preaching to it right now. I mean, this whole we got to play it at noon kind of thing because we've always played it at noon. Oh my God, spare me! Can we just put it on at night on a Saturday night? I mean, put Kansas. I mean, listen, good for Kansas, Kansas State. They're getting a lot of publicity. Okay, fine, but my God, just put the put that game on prime time, please. You know the number it would do in prime time. Massive. 
over noon. Oh my goodness! Massive. It would be, I mean, they, they want to advertise it as the biggest game of the year every year. We'll make it in a prime time spot. Mm-hmm. Biggest game of the year is never played at noon. <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> since we're short on time, let's do Notre Dame and USC. Trent, I like Notre Dame to hang around. They're not great offensively. Mm-hmm. What's it? It's under a touchdown. It's right? five and a half. Yeah. I just think Notre Dame knows what they are now. Their defensive backfield's really good. They got a young corner that's going to be following around, uh, the best wide receiver for USC. And it just, can this luck, the turnover luck continue? And it happened again last week against UCLA. Look, I've been dead wrong about USC. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for it to finally turn. It only did in one game against Utah. I'm grabbing the points again. Give me Notre Dame plus the five and a half. You like Notre Dame, Bama? Where are you? Oh man, I like I like the points, and I almost like them on the money line. But uh, Caleb Williams, I, again, I listen. I've I started the year with with Riley and Williams, and I'm just going to ride it. I mean, coach quarterback Caleb Williams, 33 touchdowns, three picks. I mean, that is just getting it done. They just don't turn the ball over. And listen, we're in week 12 now, so I don't think we can talk about it. It's doing them a disservice, and I do it too, to talk about, you know, what can the luck continue. They just don't turn it over, guys. They're just, they're just that good this year. Now, maybe next year it'll flip, but this year, I think they're that good. I, if they really get rolling, and this, I love this game being in the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just going to be so much. And again, guess what? Ohio State, Michigan, prime time <laughs> yeah. on ABC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 630 kick. So 430 West Coast time, but. I like Notre Dame in the money line for sure. I think this game goes a little more up and down. I don't like necessarily the 64-and-a-half. I think Notre Dame's defense is good enough. And I go back to what they did at Clemson. I know that was at home. I'd really like them if this game were in South Bend. But uh, I think with the game being at USC, I'm going to go coach-quarterback combo. I've been on them all year. Uh, they, they they bit me one time at, at Utah, but that was uh, they blew a big lead there. I don't see that happening tomorrow at home. So I'm taking the Trojans. But I'm also taking the points. Trent, let's skip to this game. South Carolina just uh, knocked Tennessee out of the playoff uh, uh, conversation, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Now Hooker's out there. We're going to probably be out anyways. Um, Clemson is just, their record says they're good. I'm not sure they are. South Carolina, Clemson, Trent. South Carolina's not good. They had a remarkable week last week, but they're also not very good. It feels like they're trapping us, though, doesn't it? 14? Mm-hmm. I Between think there's these, some fourteen and a halfs out there. I it just yeah. I can't wrap my mind around it. I haven't seen a ton of South Carolina. When I have outside of last week, I have not been very impressed. Well, by Bama, it. you and I watched them on a Saturday night a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember who the, on the SEC network. I don't remember what it was. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't the Tennessee game. It was um, oh, it was a It was a It was a And M. Yes, it was a And M. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just feels yep. trappy, doesn't it? Yeah. It just I. It I, does. Four, 14 and a half is a big number, yes. but. I just, I don't know, man. I think, listen, this is kind of Clemson's last stand. If you, I know they have the, the ACC championship game. I get it. But you got a team now coming in hot that put up 63 and knocked out, you know, a top four team last week. Took a team totally out of the playoff picture. Uh, so I think if, I think that was the best thing that ever happened for Dabo Sweeney. Cause otherwise, I mean, you know, you'd have a six and five team coming in here and, uh, the, the quarterback's been spotty all year. I love Shipley. Mm-hmm. I like their defense. Um, I go back, you know, lost at Notre Dame. I don't know. I mean, they've the one good team they played. I mean, yep. you know, Miami, Louisville, yep. Syracuse. For now, the Florida State was looking pretty better. Good. Yep, better. That, that game was in Tallahassee. So I, 
I don't know about the 14 and a half. I could see it. I could see Clemson winning by 17, but for sure they're going to win the game, I think. I, I Again, lightning in a bottle last week. Spencer Rattler hasn't played that good ever uh, <laughs> at Oklahoma or South Carolina. I think they'll have some stuff to confuse him. And I don't know what happened to Tennessee's defense. They're just not very good on it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Clemson at home. I think uh, this is a game that should be played at 11 o'clock. So uh, not many will see it because it's opposite of uh, Ohio State-Michigan, but uh, Clemson's got a lot to play for in state rivalry. Plus, they're still, you know, technically in the playoffs. They're in the hunt. So they're, they're in the hunt. hunt. Especially if Notre chaos, Dame takes care of business, and, and we'll see. Absolutely. Uh, guys, absolutely. Uh, we don't have time for Oregon, Oregon State, Wash, Washington State. Your sneaky good game of the week, Trent Condon, is? Well, I, I think one of those games probably you throw in that mix there. But since we didn't get to it, it is Tulane. Yes, it is. And, You're you know, 100% playing right. for a championship against Who Cincinnati. do you like? Well, I like Tulane. Just because yeah. I went to college visit there. Yeah. It's New yeah. Orleans. And, and Troy Dannon. Yes, absolutely. Iowa got guys, the local the connection. Yeah. Yes. A lot, lot of things there. That's who I'm hoping for. I just don't know if it'll actually happen. Well, the numbers come down. They, uh, yeah. Since they opened at three, I think it's a point and a half now. Bama, sneaky good game is? Yeah, I like that one. I love the Apple Cup. I just always yeah, have. I'm, I'm, the Apple Cup is, is my egg bowl for you. I mean, mm-hmm. I just I just love that game at night. And by the way, I'm so, you know, that. That stupid TV show that you like, Ken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The group of five, you know, the UCF lays an egg at Navy last week, and they're still in position to get to a Cotton Bowl. You know, yeah. can we look at UTSA, please, committee? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is so obvious that the winner of this conference championship, man, because whoever loses tomorrow is knocked out because UCS beat both of them. And so the winner is going to go to the championship game, and if UCF takes care of their business against South Florida, They'll be in it, and they can go to the cut. It's so Gus Malzahn. Just so Gus Malzahn, just nine lives. But anyway, that's that that one for sure. But I just I like the Apple Cup. I'll watch it. I just I don't know why. I just like the setting and the the fact that nobody else pays attention to it. All right, guys, uh, this is my last question, I promise, because we're running way late. Yes. When we reconvene on Monday, does Nebraska and Old Miss have new coaches? Or does Nebraska and Auburn both have new coaches? You have to both of them, yes no. or no? No. Bama, does Nebraska and Auburn have new coaches? Yes. I think so, too. I think Kiffin's going. I think, I, he is I, just, too. I think he's going. And there's um, some steam on Luke Fickle to Nebraska. Yeah. If And if, if Kiffin's not going, he's playing a hell of a game of poker. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so, indeed. Now, um, here's the thing that could be wrong. If it is Cincy that gets to the championship, does Fickle say, no, 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 no? I got, we still got yeah. one more to play. Bama, enjoy your turkey day with your family. Happy Thanksgiving uh, from uh, all of uh, the people that listen to this radio program. Love this segment, Bama. Thank you. Uh, you two guys have a happy Thanksgiving. We all got a lot to be thankful for. I think we know that. Yep. And uh, we will talk Monday. Thanks, Bama. Have a good weekend. Take, Take care. care. Yep, Bama Bob, Trent and I around college football. Ton late. Kakert next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 FM, KXNO. What makes Thanksgiving the best holiday? NFL football all day long. This Thursday, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Well, they've got you covered and you don't even have to leave your couch. New customers, he can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. Just win. You'll get $150 in free bets if they do. And this Thanksgiving, all of us, returning customers and the newbies, can get a risk-free bet on the NFL with DraftKings Sportsbook. Place any bet on your choice of any of the Thanksgiving NFL games. If your bet loses, DraftKings will give you your money back. DraftKings 
Download the Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you get $150 in free bets. It's only at DraftKings, and it's only with the promo code KXNO. Must be 21 or older. Iowa-only bonus issued as free bets. One free bet issued based upon amount of initial losing NFL bet. Depositing, wagering, and eligibility restrictions apply. Terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. You get your podcasts. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. Again, by Dr. Ethan Heisman, Elite Eye Care in Waukee, and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Heisman, getting older, I wear contacts. What do you have so I don't have to deal with cheaters? Multifocal or bifocal contact lenses. These lenses are very well designed and very comfortable so that when you wear them, you can still enjoy nice, crisp, clear vision far away, but then you can also still see up close without having to throw on reading glasses. Come see us at Elite Eye Care in our two locations, and you can see myself, Dr. Ethan Heisman. We have Dr. Heidi Bell, Dr. Kelsey Swatsky, Dr. Macy Dieleman, and Dr. Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Let's get right to Tom Cakert, uh, HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, happy Thanksgiving from uh, Trent and I to you and yours and all the folks that listen to you here. We're grateful for you appearing on this radio program. Uh, we're going to shortchange you, Tom. We went way too long. It's a busy day here today. We'll make it up to yeah. you in the future, but uh, uh, happy no, Thanksgiving. But, uh, th- happy Thanksgiving to you guys, too, and, and all your listeners. Appreciate it. Tom, let's uh, start with Caden Proctor. Is he or is he not going to be in Iowa City tomorrow? What have you heard? Um, I have not heard anything about where he's going to be tomorrow. I mean, so, I mean Friday. I beg your pardon. Friday, Friday, yeah, Friday. Friday. I have not heard heard anything specific at this point, um, uh, but I, I, I am feeling really confident that he will end up being a Hawkeye. Good. I'll just say that. I'm Good. feeling very, very confident. Um, not 100%, but we're pushing 85, 90%. Nice. It was 70-30 always... last week. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, um, I, But I always have to, you know, because recruiting is just going to be so wild now that mm-hmm. um, you can't, until the, the ink is dry, you can't really say, Hundred percent locked in. Here we go. You know. So the transfer portal will open up right after the championship games the next day, and it's going to be a crazy yeah. whirlwind. You got, of course, the early signing day coupled with that, all that going on. You have said many times that you do not believe Iowa's quarterback for next season is currently on the Iowa roster. Has uh, the future Iowa quarterback been in Kinnick Stadium this year? Um. Potentially, mm. sure. Winged helmet, potentially. Guy that started a game, maybe for the Wolverines. Potentially, Cade McNamara. I, I would expect. I would. I would expect him to be in the portal, and yeah. I would. I would think that um, Iowa would express an interest in him. Did they well. recruit him out of high school? No. Okay. No, they didn't. He's because he's from like I think Nevada. Mm-hmm. So it was just 
sort of a weird thing how he ended up at Michigan, um, but I haven't really dove into him all that closely. But, um, you know, nothing can – you don't really know anything, but I'm sure that's somebody – that's the kind of quarterback that they would be interested in. Right, for sure. Yeah. You know, just to, from a um, type of player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just seems like a good fit for us. A veteran guy, a guy that has yep. some experience. I mean, that that's the likelihood. And also, not going to be one of the top two or three quarterbacks that's going to command probably a big <laughs> NIL payday, but somebody that you could get on a realistic possibility at the very least. And he's got a pretty good resume, folks. He does. Yeah, remember that. That's true. If you get him, I mean, that's a, that's a kid that guided Michigan to the college yep. football playoff last year. Yep. Absolutely! Wow, boys, this is this is a name I had not heard. You got my attention uh, here this morning in our in our short segment with Tom. Well, Tom, let's go to the game itself uh, on Friday. Look, Nebraska's got uh, everything to play for as far as they got a chance to prevent Iowa from getting to the uh, Big Ten championship game. It's a rivalry for them. It's been a god awful season yet again for them. Um, Sip joins us. He's convinced that this team has not quit. That they're still playing hard uh, for Mickey Joseph. We will see i don't think he's going to be the coach what do you expect friday tom um i just don't i i mean they may be playing hard for for mickey joseph but they're not playing well for him right. um yeah. they're just they, they uh, what did they give up yardage wise to to wisconsin last week on the ground it was like two over 200 um you know they've just they're giving up 195 on the ground and i know iowa hasn't knocked it out of the park running the football this year but Boy, you would think that they'll they're in line for potentially a pretty decent day uh coming up on Friday because Raska just hasn't stopped anybody. And, you know, um Casey Thompson's pretty good, but I think it went as fourteen touchdowns and ten interceptions, mm-hmm. so he's, you know, not lighting the world on fire. As long as Petrus doesn't give him any gifts and he hasn't done that in four straight games and Iowa has four straight wins, then um then I like Iowa's chances. What's the reception going to be for Spencer Petras? Pull out your crystal ball because we know it could go one of two ways. But here on the precipice of another division title, all the negativity that has surrounded him, boy, I'm I'm certainly hopeful, and I know you are as well, that it is a warm reception as he trots out there for Senior Day. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that beyond like the, the ovation that maybe Jack Campbell gets, um, his will be the second loudest. Hmm. I, I just think. People are going to kind of rally around oh, him. So, I, I yeah. think they realize he's got a, he's gotten a kind of a raw deal yep. in some ways. You know what I mean? It just, it, it hasn't all been his fault, and I think people realize that. But it's just easy to, you know, you point at the quarterback. It's yep. easy to do. We all do it, yep. you know? Um, it's just human nature. So um, it'll be emotional for his po- folks, though, because I know his folks have, have heard a lot more of the outside noise, and it's hard for them to block it out, and it has been tough on them Ooh, uh, personally. Yeah. yeah, I could only imagine. Tom, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, Wisconsin or Minnesota tomorrow or uh, this weekend? Who you like? <laughs> uh, first one to three, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be low you know, scoring. Uh, I, I'll i tell you what, you know, and people have been critical of Spencer as a quarterback, but, um, boy, yeah. it, it, Graham Mertz and... Uh, Kalamankas are just, they're worse. They are worse. Mm-hmm. They just can't throw the ball. Uh, Ohio State, uh, Michigan. 
Uh, I'll take I'll take Wisconsin, and I'm going to take Ohio State. I I, I don't think Quorum's going to play, and I I don't like Michigan if they don't have Blake Quorum. I don't either. Uh, I think I think Ohio State uh, puts it on, but we'll see. I've been wrong on Michigan all year, Tom. Again, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for doing this. You too. We'll talk to you in advance of the team headed over to Indianapolis because they're beating Nebraska this weekend, and uh, Caden <laughs> Proctor will be there, and everything will be fine in Hawkeye Land. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, Tom <laughs> Caker. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. Yep, good to talk to you, Tom Caker. HawkeyeReport.com. Kate McManera, that get you a little... Uh, yeah, you know what? I have not heard that. It's, it's just been rumblings and kind of connecting some dots that maybe it would make that sense. That would work. Yeah. Right? Fine. He's not going to set the world on no. fire. I mean... He's so, better than Spencer Peters. Right. And and um, he lost his job to McCarthy this year. Uh, but look what he did with that team last year. Yes. Took him in the playoff. Our picks next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.1559. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, Miller and Condon. Final couple of minutes. Time for our picks uh, for this week. Trent Condon, you won the week again. Take it away. All right, we kick things off in the college game. You hear the music, and yes, we are going to grab the points. We're going in-state with both of our picks this week. We're grabbing the points in game number one. Give me Nebraska plus the 10-and-a-half against Iowa. I think Iowa wins the game, but I just don't see this offense being able to do a month, uh, as enough. Under, of course, is my favorite. We don't do totals, though, in our mm. picks every week. That would be at the top of my list. It would be my best bet. But I'm going to grab Nebraska in the points with pick number two. Pick number two, Iowa State doesn't get blown out. TCU doesn't beat anybody by a bunch. And I'm getting double digits? Okay, give me Iowa State plus the 10.5 with pick number two. Over to the NFL for a couple, and let's start with Thanksgiving. It is the middle game of the slate. I love the Giants in this spot. As good as Dallas looked last week, the Giants look terrible. Week to week, this is how you get in trouble betting the NFL Mm -hmm. is just looking at last week. You have to look at it in its totality. I'm getting 9.5. I will do that all day long. Give me the Giants plus the 9.5. Pick number two. It's where I'm going to be, though I'll be flying home. The Brownies, they're at home for the Buccaneers. Just too many. Cold weather. Cleveland, though they struggled to run the football last week, we know that they can. It's going to come down to Keem Hicks and what he does in the middle of that Tampa defense. But getting that extra hook in there, you talked about that. I like that part of it. I think Cleveland can win this game outright. I will take the Browns plus the three and a half on my best bet of the week. They've been one of the best teams in the NFL against the number this year. And I think they do it again. All doggies this week. Give me Atlanta. Plus the four and a half, my best bet of the week. Well, <laughs> changes things, uh, but I'm not. I'm going to stick with it. Let's start in the college game. I uh, have not been on this Michigan team. I've not been a believer all year long. Here they are, eleven and zero. Dot dot dot. Uh, seven and a half is the number. I just don't. I think Ohio State's got too many weapons. Uh, I don't think Michigan keep can keep up. I'll lay the seven and a half pick number one. I'll take the fourteen and a half with South Carolina. Do I think that they're going to play as well as they did against Tennessee? No, I don't. Clemson's got a good defense. Yeah. Their offense is meh. I'll take the 14 and a half. Uh, Ohio State and South Carolina. The pros, Tennessee's at home, and they're a dog. I'm a Bengals believer, but I'm a Mike Vrabel disciple. Give me Tennessee and the two points. Pick number one in the NFL. Let's go to the early game tomorrow. The Bills back in Detroit again. Detroit's been a nice story. They've won three straight games. I think the Bills figure it out. They start to establish themselves once again as one of the uh, marquee teams. Look, 
they've fallen a little bit, not a ton, but I'll take the Bills. My best bet, Trent, is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. I love the Cowboys tomorrow. Daniel Jones has no receivers left. I mean, there's a lot of injuries on that team. Dallas's defense is legit. Dak Prescott is okay. Tony Pollard is better than okay. I'll lay the nine and a half. That's my best bet of the week. Safe flight there and back. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, TC. Thank you. I know you love this holiday. I do. It's my favorite. Absolutely love every single minute of uh, Thanksgiving here in the States. Uh, To you and yours, thank you, first of all, for listening to the program, for listening to KXNO. We certainly are grateful for that. Murph and Andy next. Then the KXNO Drive. Heather and Sean will take you into your Thanksgiving weekend. We're Miller and Condon. Weekdays 1101 Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 K.